You're listening to Small But Mighty, the Niche Lawyer Podcast, a podcast dedicated to featuring solo and small firm attorneys doing big things within a specific niche and how those niches empower them to greatness. And now here's your host, Conversations Digital founder and CEO, Megan Hardroder. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here with Julie Paquette, who is a Michigan estate planning lawyer. Welcome to the show, Julie. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. So you recently launched a new website. It looks amazing. Someone really cool must have designed it for you. And your tagline is helping Michigan families prepare for whatever life throws their way. And you do solid, straightforward estate plans. So I want to ask you, what are the keys, the key elements to a solid, straightforward estate plan? All right. So the keys, I would say, are meeting with the clients and making sure that we have a really good understanding for what their objectives are and also understanding, you know, their family makeup what their important relationships are, who are the most important people to them, and also who are people that they would trust to carry out their wishes. So sometimes those are the same people. The people that they want to plan for are also the people that they want to put in positions of trust. And sometimes those are different people. And then making sure that we have the documents that match up with what their needs and objectives are. And... So the thing about estate planning is essentially you're planning for your death, which is, you know, sort of a morbid thing that people don't like to think about, but of course, something that everyone should have in place. Do you feel like in general, people are not doing this early enough or that it takes some big life event to kind of spark them to decide that they need this? I definitely think people are not planning early enough. There's the misconception that people think, estate planning is either for the extremely wealthy or for the elderly, but we all know that we don't know how long we have. So it is really important to get the planning done now. And it's also especially important for young families, families have minors. There are special problems that they face if something happens to the parents and there are minor children. So people do wait too long and it's interesting in your question you asked about whether there's a big event that sometimes prompts people to get their planning done. And that's true and also not true at the same time. I see a lot of people who go through the probate process or go through a sudden illness with a family member. And, and I, re- I see that it does not prompt people to get their planning done. So we do work with a lot of people who are going through probate for someone who was close to them. And that does not motivate them or clarify for them that they should also get their planning done. So there's a lot of education on our end, trying to explain to people the benefit of getting this planning done and not waiting too late. So you mentioned probate. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the, because you do probate work as well. So I guess the goal of the estate plan is to avoid your family having to go through that probate process. Is that correct? Yes, getting the planning done ahead of time helps avoid going through the probate process. Some of the planning is not just for death planning. Some of that is for an incapacity situation where maybe you get into an accident 
and you have a head injury or later in life you're developing dementia. So to nominate the people who you would trust to make those decisions for you, you can nominate those ahead of time or you can wait until something happens and leave it to your local probate judge to figure out who they think should make those decisions for you. That's really scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of us don't know our local probate judges that well. So leaving the decision up to them sometimes creates a whole mess where it kind of pits family members against each other because essentially you're leaving it to someone stepping forward and saying, I'm best suited to the, do this job or to nominate someone else. They are best suited to do this job. And sometimes there's more than one person who wants the job or thinks that they are the best. And then that puts them into a position of fighting it out to prove which one is best. And sometimes that involves slinging some mud against the other person. It's usually family members. So you really don't want to set your family members up for that situation. So do you see a lot of that when you go through the probate process is a lot of family members fighting with each other? Yes, absolutely. And earlier in my career, when I was looking at different practice areas, I would say, there's no way I want to do divorce. I don't want to work on those kinds of cases and help you know, married couples dissolve their <laughs> marriages and all that fighting and everything that's involved. And now I say, well, probate is basically divorce for siblings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's how it ends up. It's kind of analogous that, you know, here's two people who were in this relationship and now sometimes they hate each other and they're going to tear at each other's character through the probate process. And they're going to leave the probate case hating each other or not being on very good terms and it's just a really, it's a messy, you know, it's messy family dynamics. And you really want to try to avoid bringing that into court if at all possible. So essentially an estate plan is the best way to not tear your family apart. <laughs> yes. Yes. Planning ahead. Absolutely. It is a favor to those you care about, to those in your realm and to make family relationships less stressful. Definitely. Okay. I have one last question for you. It's a strange one. What is the, the weirdest thing that someone has put into their estate plan that you have seen? Hard to say because a lot of those we just don't work on because they might be not practical or not workable. But this is going to sound more like self-promotion, but we had a case where a parent did some DIY estate planning documents, and some of them contradicted each other, and it was quite a mess. And there was a handwritten note, please work this out between the two of you. I'm sorry for the mess that I have created. Oh, my God. And our client... And the other person that was referenced in the note invested many, many thousands of dollars trying to clean up said mess and do not have a relationship today. And it is, it's awful. So just to reiterate, a handwritten note is not an estate plan. Work this out amongst yourselves is not a plan. It not is the all. absence of a plan. <laughs> yes, it's... Yes. It's quite a mess. It's a plan for a mess. Yes. 
Well, I really appreciate you chatting with me today. It's always fun to talk to you about all the things. Any closing final words of advice for other solo small firms who are thinking about going niche, but maybe worried that it's not going to work out. They're not going to have enough business in one area. What would be your, your advice for them? I think you absolutely need to go niche. And the more niche you go, the busier you are going to be in that niche, but it just makes it so much easier because you're focusing on that area and you know exactly what it is that you do and like to do. And that will just attract more of that same kind of work. Yes. Okay. Snaps all around. And thank you, Julie. And thank you everyone for joining us. We will see you next month on Small But Mighty. Thank you.